Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Okay, well, on to the Monday episode. If you're IFS, you get this on Sunday evening. Um, but you probably won't listen to it if you're going to watch Line of Duty, because that's on at nine o'clock. Are you, are you into Line of Duty? Have we discussed this, Sam? I can't remember nah, I'm not really into it. Not asked. No, I tried it once, mm. but no. Nah. Like ketamine. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like British things, just always are a disappointment to me. If yeah. you watch American stuff, mm. or even a lot of the European stuff, British just seems like you always feel like you're watching Holby City. Yeah, or some kind of amateur dramatic. Production. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but even these things that people love, you're watching it, and you just feel, oh god. <laughs> oh, it's like I'm watching EastEnders or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But fair uh, enough, people like it. I have been uh, watching... The one that people seem to say is better, which I have given a go, is Unforgotten. Yeah. Which is... Uh, I don't know. I can't remember the name of the actress, but she's a very, very, very good actress. Nicola Walker. And yeah, she's so mm. good that it kind of elevates the whole thing, which yeah. at times can fall into that, oh, this is like Holby City. Mm-hmm. Those bits at the beginning in um, Casualty, where mm. you know they used to show the story building up to someone and, having a and, terrible and the accident. accident, yeah, getting a bit of scaffolding in their eye socket or whatever. I think if they and, put out a Blu-ray of all of just the accidents, I'd probably buy it. Yeah. Not have to watch the aftermath. Uh, the, the Unforgotten feels like that at times until she comes into it, mm. and she's like just a really good actor. She's and it kind of yeah. elevates the whole thing. You start to believe what mm. a moment ago seemed like totally corny bullshit. Yeah. So I've, I'm giving that a bit of a go. Yeah. I um I, I watched one episode of that because I saw all the uh, all the hoo ha about it, and mm. um and then I forgot about it. I got distracted by something else. I mean I'll that's the thing. The very best of British drama is still a, would not even make it into average in America, yeah. in my opinion. So it's like, oh my god, it's amazing! It's amazing by British standards. Yeah, I watched, I watched it as um, I watched um, Last Tango in Halifax right the way through at the beginning of lockdown, which was a Wasn't year she ago. In that? Which, she's she's in that as well. Yeah, she's brilliant in right. that as well. And um, that, that I really enjoyed that. But that seems like almost an alternative universe. That was right at the start of first lockdown when we were fucking properly shut down for yeah. weeks on end. Yeah, so that was when you shat yourself, even if you walked across the street to the post box, you'd come back yeah. and set fire to your clothes in the garden. Exactly, yeah. I mean, good times. Filled, filled the time and filled the hours in, didn't it? Burning it was the exciting, in a way. And, I met um, my, my friend, the doctor, she actually said to me, well, she said to the group on, on WhatsApp, she went, and she's a serious senior doctor, she's not an idiot, right? She went, no if one you're going she out, was. 
<laughs> she went, if we go in out, at the beginning of that, she went, when you get back, ha-, she went, put all, take all your clothes off <laughs> and put them on a hot wash, 60 degrees. I remember she was very specific. Yeah. yeah. And then she went, and then have a shower. Maybe she was being sexy. I don't know. <laughs> now I say it back. Now I say it back. It sounds like she was being sexy, but it was a group message to everyone. I was going to say, <laughs> this is it, all individuals. This is the future Take of sex. Take all your clothes off and soap <laughs> your body. Individual <laughs> self-seduction is the future because you're not allowed to be near anybody anymore. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Absolutely aroused by it. I'll see how that Yeah, means. I've just aroused myself by reliving <laughs> her advice. But I did do that, like, once at the beginning of lockdown. But you can't keep doing it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, line of duty, yeah, anyway, that's that's on tonight. And me and my son have, have gone through the whole six series in the past few weeks so we can remember things from series two that are being referenced. That have got oh, other yeah. people scratching their heads. But it's kind of... It's it's enjoyable in that, in that sense of if you don't take it seriously because there's yeah. loads of holes in the plot. And there's loads of things yeah. where you think, well, hang on, that contradicts that, and that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But if you, um, it's kind of turning a little bit into a more milder version of Twenty Four, which right. I loved when that was around. Mm. I'm going to get my boy into Twenty Four next. I yeah, think, I think my boy will love that. So I might, I might put I, it on I really want to get my daughter into watching the real classic dramas, or even just watching something like because she's just, I mean. I said to her, around the dinner table, I decided this evening, I decided to pitch it to my whole family. How do you perceive <laughs> happiness? What do you believe happiness to be? Bang, 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 and you spoon yeah. off a little tree there. I'm going to pitch Here something is a to you. Father for is the about family. to speak. Let father speak. I said something about happiness, and they started saying, oh, shut up, what do you know? Which is basically their response to everything I say. And I said... Well, actually, I don't think you lot are old enough yet to understand what happiness is. I said, I'm 46 <laughs> and I'm still on my journey. Yeah. <laughs> and and my daughter went, come off it. She went, it's watching the OC with your favourite crisps. And <laughs> and she went, and also g- going on a roller coaster, but just before the bit where you start to feel a bit sick and want to get off. Yeah. Those were her definitions. But she loves the OC and at the moment she loves Grey's Anatomy, but... When they get into watching that in the evening after I've put Len to bed, I just stay out of their way, my wife and daughter, because I'm not really interested in it. I stay in my fucking room just, I don't know. I don't really know what to do. I don't. I stay in, wall. I stay in my room just sort of not really knowing what to do. And then sometimes when my daughter eventually goes to bed, I might go downstairs and watch something like an episode of Unforgotten with my, with my wife. Yeah. But there's a sort of, there's certainly like a what I call a dead zone between about yeah. 9 and 10, where I kind of am just in my bedroom prowling about. Just in, with your own thoughts. <laughs> yeah. you, have you not got, like, a book you can read or something? <laughs> it or always feels, book. Andy, like it's not quite enough time to undertake something. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You know, yeah. like a hinterland. I feel like I'm in purgatory because mm-hmm. I feel like... I, I've always got a book on the go, but I feel, oh, I don't know, like, at some point my daughter will come up and go to bed, and when she does... My wife will stick her head in the bedroom and give me the old thumb pointing downstairs, like, right, you, you're coming down downstairs now. Downstairs now. You, downstairs. I need and it to turn uh, Yeah, and so, like, I don't want to yeah. ever start getting into it because when I get into it, I want to really... I want, you know what? When I read a book, I want to read it until complete exhaustion. Like, I, yeah. I read until I fall asleep. Yeah, 
So you're just kind of in the wings almost, waiting to be brought on stage to perform. Not worth watching a film. If you start, yeah. if you embark upon a film, that could be cancelled at any moment. TV yeah. show, well, I'm not really allowed to watch TV shows separate from the family. Right. <laughs> Can you not watch YouTube? Can you not just go on a little YouTube Odyssey? And... Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I might. This all I'll, seems really I'll, sad. I'll sometimes find myself, I, I, I enjoy looking at animals. On YouTube or or Instagram, I do. Do you go? Do you go on YouTube and do you put into the search bar animals? animals. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've been recently. I've been watching uh, videos of <laughs> of small animals that are found having been abandoned by their mothers. Right, abandoned and, animals. Yes, I do. And I basically some sort of like lovely man comes and finds them and then you watch like the story of them being nursed but like they're always like this animal's definitely gonna fucking die it's tiny Mm. it needs to be with its mum it's a fucking goner but we're Mm. gonna take it back to the wildlife hospital and see what we can do for it and then they feed it with milk in a little pipette and then eventually they're better I saw a wonderful one about a stoat the other day and the stoat the stoat got better, but it had never met another stoat. And once Ooh. they got it better, it basically thought it was human, like Nelson, my cat. They yeah. they like they they start to believe that they're human beings because mm-hmm. they haven't that they haven't had any dealings with their own species. And this stoat, and they've never they, they they haven't got mirrors, so they can't no, look at themselves. They've never and seen themselves, what they are, can they? Yeah. yeah. So they're just bowling around thinking, I'm a human, I'll probably get a job soon. They're there thinking that they can fucking... They're, they're halfway to applying for universal credit, mate. Yeah, they, think they, got, they think they deserve it. They've got no real sense of self, have they? No. They just, just rub off on our, our uh, personalities. But, and um, then in this, the the bloke who'd saved it said, well, now he, he does really need to meet another stoat because if not, yeah, he'll never understand serious, stoat yeah. business. Yeah. So he heard about another rescue stoat in somewhere like miles away. So he drove miles how to get his other about rescue stoat. Did, did it say how they heard about it? Was it just on like I don't know. I, web I, I, forum I think or there's, there's probably a stoat network online. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Chat room or, or a subreddit. Yeah, probably. There, there'll be a subreddit. Reddit forward slash abandoned stoats. <laughs> Available stoats. <laughs> so he's driven off and he's got this stoat and he brings it back and he just had he just puts it in the like the cage that the the other stoat's in, mm. and the other stoat's just having a kip inside, like a big sock that they give it, all cosy like. And yeah. it is something, so it's it slowly sticks its head out like this. What the fuck's going on? What's all this racket? What's all this commotion? I'm trying to have me afternoon sleep here, and it <laughs> literally does a double take. It goes fuck, fuck me. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm weirdly drawn to it. And I don't know why. Yeah. I'm, I'm drawn to it. I'm drawn to its scent. <laughs> and uh, it was quite sweet, actually. They both sort of, they were, at first they sort of prowled around in a circle, yeah. a bit like that. Have you ever seen the episode of Star Trek where Kirk has to fight himself? No, I have not. Uh, there's a famous episode of Star Trek where Captain Kirk, for some some reason, there's a, there's a clone of him and he has right. to have a ruck with himself. And I think they, they both have tridents. That's everyone's worst nightmare, isn't it? Having a rough with yourself. yourself. Yeah. Mm, don't know. I wouldn't mind it. Have you ever dreamt about it? 
I reckon I could have myself in a fight. Yeah, but you, but could you though? Because your other self would know what you were going to do. Your other self is armed with knowledge of what you're capable of. It knows I'll your strengths ins- and weaknesses. I'll get inside my own mind. I'll go, <laughs> come on then, fish cake, let's see what you got. You pull out Straight the Terminator, away. and it'll pull yeah. out another Terminator. Check me, yeah. still mate, whatever. Yeah. It might be a draw, but it would be fun to give it a go. So I was at the starts- park earlier with my mum, and for some reason, her current uh, husband, mm. the osteopath Rod, Yes. He was asking me questions about her former boyfriend, Archie Buchanan. I don't know <laughs> why. Know? He, he, he knows quite a lot about Archie, but he, it's like he wanted me to furnish him with more Archie stories. Yeah. So I did, and my mum told, and my mum's just like pissing herself, laughing at these awful things about, you know, Archie when he bit a fucking chunk out of my brother's mate's leg in the pub and stuff like this, right? <clears throat> and my mum's like laughing. Oh yeah, it was really bad. Oh, blah blah blah. And then, um, and then I said, "Mum, do you remember when you broke up with?" Because I was having a picnic with her in the park where she broke up with him, and I've told right. you before about how she said, "I've got to have a serious chat with Archie, so you are, you'll come with me to the park, but stay away from us because we got to chat mm. privately." And then I hid in the bushes to you Earwig. went in the bush, the bush network. Yeah, I had. I was like the Viet Cong basically yeah. in my local yeah. park. I had all these little secret tunnels in the bushes. So I tried to listen in. But I said to her today, I said, what was it that that conversation actually... I said, I have bits and pieces. I got the impression that you were basically dumping him. And she went, yeah, well, I had to... Uh, I had to pay I had to pay his, his airfare. And I went, what? You paid him off? And she <laughs> went, yeah. He came and he went, well, I know you want rid of me. And uh, it just so happens an opportunity's come up for me in Jersey. Right, he said an opportunity had arisen in Jersey for him, a work opportunity. Do you have a pen? Uh, yeah, and my mum went right. Oh, that's good, like that, because she didn't have the balls probably to just say, "Look, you fucking terrible alcoholic lunatic, fuck off." So he went. I know you want rid of me. That much is obvious. And here's your chance. But I don't have my airfare there. So if you can just advance me the airfare, I will. I promise to pay you back as soon as I get to Jersey and start earning. And yeah. apparently my mum, who was skint all the time, somehow, fucking <laughs> probably sold a kidney. And I went, <laughs> you fucking paid Archie off to get out of our life. And she went, well, basically, yeah. She went, I paid for him, and then I fucking drove him to the airport as well. <laughs> I was like, that is fucking sensational. Made sure he had his passport and everything, yeah. Yeah, so she literally, and that we was the, the last we saw of him. But apparently his mum... He he obviously never got back in touch, never offered the money. That's but his mum, who's in Scotland, did find out about it and sent my mum the money. Oh, that's nice. So that's quite nice. Yeah. Um, so Rod wanted anyway, extra info. He's pumping you for in, for info. Yeah, he wanted he wanted more. And then that, like, but my my mum just finds it so funny. She went, "Oh yeah, do you remember?" She went, "Oh, like my mum." hate like my grandma my mum's mum hated him right and like i'm like yeah well i mean fair enough he was you know he's not he wasn't exactly the ideal bloke you'd want your daughter bringing home do you know what i mean (laughs) and uh she went one night i was asleep in bed when grandma was staying and she woke me up in the night and went brenda brenda and my mum went what what is it mum what do you want she went i need to go to the toilet and she went well fucking go then and she went i can't there's someone in there and he is snoring. 
And that's just Archie. He'd just come in, go for a piss, and then end up falling asleep in the toilet every night. Curled up in a ball. Yeah. (laughs) Like a stort. Like a little abandoned stoke. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. My mum, we, we were in the park and we saw this dog and I said, oh, it's like Bella who'd been our dog when I was a kid. And we were talking about Bella and how my mum had sort of got Bella from Baxley Dog's home almost by mistake because the last thing she needs, she already had four sons to raise on her own yeah. in a small house. The last thing she needed was a fucking mental dog. But her friend Peggy had said that she needed a dog to fend off burglars. So they went to Baxley Dog's <laughs> home. Were there a yeah. lot of burglars at the time when they're coming Fuck relentlessly I mean, thick Peggy, and fast? My mum's best mate, Peggy, and a kid, that is like a whole different fucking... If you think stories about people like Archie and Pancho from The Flats are mad... The, the the fucking top of the league table of insanity when we were kids was my mum's best friend Peggy's fucking mad Irish woman from Galway, right? She she was the woman who used to send em- for a laugh. She'd send envelopes of dead wasps to her own sister anonymously. Hey! Right, that's incredible. And then and then brag about it to to us like I was a child. And she'd go, "Well, yeah. Sam, come here." Come here, Sam. Guess what I've done to an arena now? I've been collecting dead wasps from the windowsill in my flat and I've been sending them to her. And then she calls me up and she's crying, saying, Oh, someone's sending me dead wasps again, Peggy. What am I going to do? And I go, Oh, I don't know. Maybe you better call the police, Narina. It might be a threat. I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, she was always making things up for drama. So she go, Oh, I've, I've had a lot of attempted burglary, so we've got to go to Battersea Dog's home. And she made my mum go with her. And, of course, she didn't end up getting the dog because she couldn't find the one that she wanted. But my mum, because she's soft-hearted, just saw this, like, terrible old unhappy-looking mongrel. Yeah. Art, which And just thought, fuck it, I'll get that. And I said to my mum, the thing is, mum, we didn't look after Bella properly. I said, nowadays, people have dogs and they take it seriously. But we didn't take it seriously, right? We would we were lazy. We would let the dog out the front. We would, if the dog was going mad, we would just open the front door. But bear in mind, we lived on a motorway. <clears throat> our house sat on the edge of the A4, so how it never fucking died, <laughs> I don't hell. know. 
right? And then it got the dog got sexually attacked by an Afghan from the flat. I remember that, yeah. I remember that story. And all these terrible things. And I said, you know, we didn't really look after Bella properly. And I went, I got up and took her to dog shit park every morning before work so she could go to the loo and that. And I went, yeah, I dog suppose you did. Park. Dog shit park. And I went, yeah. I said, you did. I said, uh, sometimes, I said, I would take her for a walk here. And there was two local parks, right? There was a nice little square, which is where we were today, where she dumped Archie. Yeah. And then there was dog shit park, which was a huge <laughs> wreck by the motorway. And I said, I'd usually take her here, though, not dog shit park. And my mum started laughing at me in front of my wife and kids and Rod. Going, yeah. yeah, that'd be right. You'd take her up here because she thinks that's the posher part because it's a square. Because <laughs> you've and got went, ideas above your station. Is that what she, it is? Yeah, no, she was walker. like, I said, yeah. I said, Mum, if I was nine years old, right, dog shit park was quite rough because it fucking was, right? There was dog all sorts park, of like. Not good enough for you, is it not? You little yeah, prick. It was quite rough. I said, if I went up dog shit park on my own, I said, in the evening, there was a good chance that the rough lads would like. Try and mug me and beat me up and all that. And do you know what my mum said? Send me the same thing. And she went, ha, 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 fucking fish cake. <laughs> right. But fish cake, she didn't know my fucking nickname is fish cake. But she saw something. Someone told her, like one of my brothers, about the fucking podcast, right? Yeah. And somehow she's fucking listened to an episode at some yeah. point, like last year. And the episode she happened to listen to was the, the one where I told the fish cake story. And now she's fucking loving it. She's obsessed with this fish cake nickname. And she yeah. calls me fish cake all the time. <laughs> My own fucking mum. Well, laughing been, at me. You've been the architect of your own downfall because you brought it up. So, you know. Well, yeah. My attitude is, listen... I was nine years old, right? Down at Dog Shit Park, there was kids yeah. from all different schools, really rough people, kids getting pissed, kids with knives, muggings, mm. bad shit, right? I'm not fucking rocking up there on my own as it's getting dark with my dog, who was pathetic and no defence at yeah, all. Yeah, understandable. See, my mum should understand that I'm going to the square instead. And yeah. she's just like this. <laughs> fucking fish fucking cake. fish cake. I mean, I'd, I'd like to say, anybody that's listening to this podcast regularly and enjoys the tales of the entire Delaney clan. If your favourite character isn't Sam's mum, then you're not listening properly, basically, because <laughs> she's she's easily the best character in it. And I'm not just saying that because she might be listening to this episode at some point. That's genuinely what I think. I don't think she listens regularly. I think she one time worked out a couple of things and, you know, she's like, oh, that thing that you do, it was quite funny. I couldn't stop laughing about those boys chasing you and calling you fish cake. <laughs> and I'm like, Mum, that's true, that really happens. She went, yeah, I think I remember something about that. Yeah, fish cake, ha, ha, ha. It's like, no, I wouldn't mind a bit of sympathy. It wasn't nice yeah. being known as fish cake. No, but, I mean, it's it's kind of used as a term of affection these days, I think, towards you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but she didn't mean it like that today. She meant it like she uh, she was mocking me for was not being brave enough to go to dog shit park when it I was, was a nine. Insult, yeah, yeah, that can happen though. That can happen. Hey, it's um, Tosca's birthday on today. Monday. Well, oh, Monday. tomorrow when this episode goes out for most of the listeners, but um, yeah, Monday he will be um, he will be seven. Now in dog years. That's 49, isn't it? Because dog years is yeah. seven years to all. He's, he's hit middle age nicely like us. So he's 49. He's now older than I am. 
by a few months because I'm 49 Weird, in July. Mm. So he is now the senior member of the household. And I don't well, know if I that's going to change the, the the dynamic between us or not. Mm. It remains to be seen. But uh, them's the facts. The He's power dynamic. Now. Yeah. Well, so, hopefully, you know, most of us as we reach middle age become more comfortable in our own skin. Less mm. needy. Oscar's main defining characteristic is his neediness. Incredible neediness, yeah. And there's sure no sign of a bit in whatsoever. So um, I don't think anything will change tomorrow. Put it that way. Oh, wow. But um, my daughter asked if we're going to get him a cake. And I said no, because he just fucking wouldn't eat a cake. But I'm going to give him some actual chicken for his dinner. Instead I'd love of dog to make, food. I'm sure I saw this in a programme once. I think it might have been on Blue Peter. They used to make Goldie or whoever the dog was oh, when you yeah. were a kid. It might have been Shep. They'd make him a dog out of dog food, a cake out of dog food. That's Remember right. That? Yeah, that rings a bell. That rings a bell. That's probably a I YouTube always think as well. of it and think, oh, that looks quite nice. You can search <laughs> like, for that. Because they'd ice it. <laughs> next, <laughs> next time you're uh, searching for animals on YouTube, you can search for that and have a look. I'll let and that report, up tonight, probably. To I mean, after we've, we're recording this Sunday night, after this is recorded, I will be in my little, like, your, hour your of purgatory, and I will yeah. be doing look, just looking at animals on YouTube and Instagram, yeah. Um, um, particularly, not, not so much wild jungle animals or anything. I, I, I'm really into domestic sort of wildlife like i'm really into looking i follow numerous hedgehog accounts on instagram <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I what, know. what form do they take what hedgehogs just pictures we of just, hedgehogs or are they like rescue just, centers or no usually like videos of them being cute yeah some people and i don't think it's legal actually so maybe the videos from other countries some people like to keep hedgehogs as pets which you shouldn't do Mm. But they do, and then the hedgehogs just get up to all sorts of cheeky yeah. tomfoolery, really. Well, I mean, I think it was a really early episode of this podcast we revealed that David Attenborough had a secret archive of footage of hedgehogs sucking each other off. Yes. Well, that's probably um, that might have been why I got into it because I was desperately trying to find that, some of those. Yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> I think I searched hedgehogs sucking Search each one. other off. <laughs> and then, then I just got hooked. They might be there on YouTube, I'm not sure. There's, the a bit, there's been a, a lot of um, coming up in uh, the next couple of months. Earth Tournament's going to be back. And right. Len hasn't given many updates recently from the Leniverse, okay. but he did today when we were at the park. We were having a kick around. And while we were having a kick around, we had a massive one. And how it came about was some people on the um, Iron Filings group on Facebook, which is, as I've said before, a really good group with lots of funny content on, not right. run by us. It's a fan account. Uh, but people on there put lots of really funny stuff on. And recently people have been putting up screen grabs of, I don't know if you remember, Len did an Earth Tournament Q&A, or just, I think a general yeah. Leniverse Q&A on Twitter last year. Yeah. And some people had saved some of his answers <laughs> and have started putting them up like as throwbacks sort of thing. And I actually showed this to Len. I said, look at this, Len. People saved some of your answers in that Q&A you did and put them up there. And I remembered someone put up one of the funniest answers which was who is the prime minister in the leniverse and len immediately without hesitation replied carl stevens and there was no further <laughs> elaboration it was just yeah. the prime minister carl stevens so i showed him that and he laughed at me, and he just went like this as if he was reminiscent so he went, oh yeah carl stevens <laughs> as if he was having Good. a happy memory of carl Good stevens times. yeah 
But so then, can we assume to, from that that Carl Stevens is no longer the Prime Minister? Has well, been- I've got loads of information. There's going to be a general election in the Leniverse soon. Uh, right. In fact, in May, next month. And then after that, there'll be the Earth Tournament. So there's a lot to take in. Carl Stevens has been Prime Minister since 2015. Yep. He's now decided he wants to step down. He's had mm-hmm. enough of it. He's knackered. Um, weirdly, the gu- he's the leader of what's called the Community Party, who oh, then reckons uh, a, a, a good bunch. That right? sounds good. They do sound yeah. good. Yeah. And I said, so who's standing in his place then? And he goes, um, well, they've brought someone in from Sweden. I said, you can't do that. He goes, you can in the Leniverse. It's like football. You can bring in someone from another country if you think they'd be really good at the job. Wow. So... The, the community party have hired some, the former deputy prime minister of Sweden, whose name is Eric Bjornsson, right? Mm-hmm. And he will be leading the community party into the next general election up against the leader of the opposition. The opposition party are called the Mansion Party. Oh, and I don't like the sound of them. They're only for the rich folk. They're only exactly. for the rich folk, right? And um, their leader is David Heyman. And David Heyman... <laughs> he sounds like a prick. Yeah, he's a knob, right? Len hates him. But he used to be Prime Minister until 2015. And do you know what he did? He invested... Uh, get ready for this, right? Because I don't know where the fuck this came from, but it just came... He went. The thing is, what he did was he invested a lot of government money in foreign garlic soup. <laughs> and I said, why did he do that? And he, that went, work? he went, well, you know, he goes, it's, one of those, it's a party that's all for the posh people. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of stuff that posh people eat, isn't it? Garlic foreign soup. garlic soup. Yeah. He went, and he invested millions of pounds in getting foreign garlic soup into the country. But what he didn't realise was most people don't like that. And that's why mm-hmm. he ended up getting voted out. And what uh, Carl Stevens did was sell off all that foreign garlic soup and yeah. reinvest the money into things like the environment. Did and, he make a profit um, on it? Oh, it'd have been a loss I, on it, I, I imagine. I don't know, but he tried to basically to, make a, the best of a bad situation. Yeah, it's, a buy, it's a buyer's market, isn't it, when someone comes to you with a big lake of fucking foreign yeah. garlic soup you're trying I, to offload. I need this off my fucking hands. And it's going the worst out thing about so. it is it's a terrible investment because it's it, it's perishable. Yeah, Never exactly. invest in perishable goods like soup. <laughs> <laughs> Soup's one of the worst investments you can make. <laughs> fucking hell. Wow. Yeah, so now we've got this Swede, uh, uh, Eric Bjornsson, and I think we're going to get more about this. We're going to mm. get loads on Earth Tournament, and Lenny's actually thinking of, finally, and we've talked about this for a long time, doing a podcast about Earth mm-hmm. Tournament when it Brilliant. comes in June. Uh, he says, I said, oh, okay, yeah, we could do it. We could call it something like Earth Tournament Weekly. And he went, nah, that sounds boring. I want it to be one of those fun things where it's all like jokes about it. And right. uh, he, so he's thinking of a name, but the current front runner is um, Bear Tent, right? Yes. He goes, because he goes, only people who are really into it will get it. They'll know about the Because it's about tent, yeah. the famous Monty Moore's prank in the Mexico. Prank. Yeah. And uh, he goes, so I'm thinking of calling the podcast The Bear Tent. So watch your space. That's perfect. Assuming that he's going to let me co-host it with him. Not sure yet. There may well be an Earth <laughs> Tournament podcast coming up this summer called Bear Tent. Oh, that is music to my ears, Sam. And also as well, <laughs> one thing that I enjoy is that uh, the existence of a political scene in the Leniverse yeah. is going to upset the small amount of listeners that hate the Leniverse anyway, even yeah, further. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. 
Fuck you. Um, it will really annoy them as well because most people who don't like Leniverse probably are a bit. They're probably Tories. They're probably mansion I, party. I, I think yeah they're, yeah, they're mansion party type people. And they'll go. So, I I hate this this woke portrayal of the mansion party. <laughs> What's wrong with foreign garlic soup and trying to make people have a better life by importing it into the country and letting them all try it? It's for Why the good of the nation. Why should we all aspire to eat garlic soup in our mansions? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Um, that's about it from this one, Sam. Um, quick update on the Prediction League over the weekend. Results bot got six points because it said Watford would beat Millwall 1-0, even though Millwall's its team. Watford were at home. Uh, I got two points. You got one point. So you're still uh, 16 points clear. Is that enough? Remains well, to be we'll seen, see. doesn't it? There's, there's, what is there? Six games to go. Something like there's, that. I mean, there's six yeah. games to go. Mate, what happened? Uh, just quickly ask you, so I can't be bothered looking on the internet. What happened in the League Cup final today? Whatever uh, it's called. The Little I Woods didn't Cup. watch it because mm. obviously it was the Scab Cup final. With scab team versus yeah. scab team, Fuck but um, the northern scab team won one nil apparently. Uh, but, tedious. Uh, exactly, yeah. But uh, fuck them as well. There we go. Mm. That's it. We've got lots coming up this week. We've got more Rasputin uh, on the IFS. We've got a bit more yesterday's hero. It's the hundredth episode of the Melchester Odyssey. We might celebrate that in some way, or we might not. Who knows? We might celebrate by not even talking about Melchester. Uh, and that's about it. So uh, uh, take your time because you have forever. Life flashes by so quickly. Mm-hmm.